from the virtual newsroom of Impact Alpha. This is your Impact Briefing for Friday, October 22nd. I'm Monique Aiken. Today, I'm joined by Impact Alpha's David Bank to round up a jam-packed week of coverage. Thanks a lot, SOCAP. And to look ahead to next week's Agents of Impact call, Catalytic Climate Capital. Hi, David. Hey, Monique. Good to see you. Good to see you. But first, here's what you need to know from the week in impact investing. COP26, the Global Climate Summit, gets underway next week in Glasgow. Financing the energy transition is a sticking point for developing nations. Wealthy countries have repeatedly promised, and repeatedly failed, to deliver $100 billion a year to help the Global South mitigate and adapt to climate change. Echoing Green is partnering with Goldman Sachs' One Million Black Women initiative to create fellowships for Black women social entrepreneurs in education, healthcare, workforce development, and climate justice. Carbon capture is becoming commercial. An LA startup called Carbon Capture secured $35 million to suck carbon from the atmosphere using zeolite, a cheap and non-toxic mineral. Actus raised $4.7 billion for a sustainable energy infrastructure fund. With co-investors, the new fund will deploy $6 billion for power projects in India, Africa, and Latin America. Impact Alpha caught up with Joe Scantlebury, the incoming CEO of Living Cities. In a Q&A with Impact Alpha, Scantlebury says Living Cities is monitoring the tens of billions that were pledged following the murder of George Floyd and demonstrating how to put the money to work for racial justice. And finally, Alsung.com, an e-commerce site in Sudan, raised $5 million. What's the big deal? It's the first foreign venture capital investment in a Sudanese company in 30 years. The East African nation was one of Africa's 10 fastest growing economies in 2020. Impact Alpha subscribers got all of these stories and more in their email each day this week. So David, it's time to take a breath. This fall season is well underway and it seems like we're everywhere all at once. Monique, you certainly are. These virtual conferences can be kind of disorienting. I caught you on the Reconstruction podcast earlier this week, and then a couple sessions at SOCAP, and here we are. Uh, you're, you're everywhere. Uh, yes, Camelback Ventures, ESG for Impact, and my babysitter got a job at Marshall's, so here we are. <laughs> there, there's always that. <laughs> and you moderated a panel at SOCAP this week, too, interviewed Deborah Schwartz on an Agents of Impact podcast. And we're all fired up about this catalytic uh, climate capital call that you've mentioned coming up on Tuesday. We've got a great um, lineup, but let's start with the beginning of the week. Uh, you had Vanessa Roanhorse of Roanhorse Consulting on the Reconstruction podcast. Oh, she's brilliant. And she's leading the way in bringing indigenous leadership into impact investing and recommended a book that I'm reading now, as we always have done by Leanne Simpson. Indigenous Freedom Through Radical Resistance. The Earth's remaining, 80% of Earth's remaining biodiversity is on indigenous lands who is being stewarded. What can we learn? And in America, we're finally starting to say, hmm, Native indigenous people actually knew how to manage forests. So there wouldn't be forest fires so that there would be a better caretaking of the land around them. Why don't we start to look at those practices? Yes, that was a terrific interview, Monique. And then you've been doing the State of the Field Roundup for the last couple of years with two other friends of Impact Alpha, Kathy Clark and Fran Siegel. I was taken by what you said about uh, stepping up to the moment. 
Oh, I also caught you smiling when Kathy Clark said this about the impact's accountability moment. We know that the allocations of, for example, people, you know, putting money into ESG have doubled, you know, in the past year since we were here before. And yet our, as Monique was saying, our impact on the big sustainable development problems that we have, health included, are actually worse, right? So we are putting more effort, more money into our problems globally and getting less results. Um, so something's wrong. And to me, the thing that's wrong is the norms about what we expect when somebody says they are investing for impact or ESG. Are they not, they're not strong enough to align with behavior that's actually making an impact. I certainly smiled a lot in that panel. And I was also smiling when Fran started talking about federal spending. When I think about um, those of us that practice impact investing, there will likely be appropriations for community development programs through HUD and other uh, uh, agencies. The Commerce Department's Economic Development Administration is likely to get more money on top of the $3 billion in grant capital that they already have. So a just kind of call to the community to prepare to bring your expertise to the table. What were some of the SOCAP highlights for you, David? Well, you know, SOCAP on, on screen is a little different than SOCAP in person, but it was really a privilege to join the Narrative for Change panel, Poppy Hanks of Macro. It just produced so much great programming from Raising Dion to Just Mercy to Judas and the Black Messiah. They won an Oscar on that. Um, and Marcy Ventures, which is the VC fund of Jay-Z and Jay Brown and Larry Marcus, who joined the panel. Um, it's one of the largest majority Black VC fund managers and they really took off after this next generation, very inclusive consumer and, and culture brands. Uh, the Kellogg Foundation has invested in both of them. Kellogg's Carla Payton Thompson was also on the panel. And it's why Marcy Ventures and Macro are helping us to hold the line around pushing narrative change as it relates to community of colors, debunking myths, demonstrating values, leading with conviction. And what I want to tell folks is that the returns are there. There's no question about that. It's whether or not you have the courage to stand up and do what you know is right, and whether or not you're willing to put your biases aside and be that supportive force for the great work that we know that's been untapped for generations. So many pearls of wisdom this week. And what's up for next week? Well, we're teeing up the next Agents of Impact call number 33. It's Catalytic Climate Capital, um, and it sort of is a setup to the COP26 uh, Global Climate Summit in Glasgow that you mentioned in the headlines. Um, we've got Jonah Goldman from Breakthrough Energy Ventures, Amy Dufour of Prime Coalition, Aaron Bloomgarden of the Leaf Coalition, a super interesting new initiative, um, Joan Luria of, of Convergence, all around blended finance. Um, you know, the thing on the table is, is, is the financing there to really drive this climate transition, working in especially on private capital uh, to, you know, to fill this uh, so-called capital gap. Um, and in particular, the, as you know, uh, the and as you said in the headlines, the hundred billion dollars for in 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 rich country contributions or financing for developing country climate transition um, is a key issue. Here's Rachel Kite. She's the dean of the Fletcher School at Tufts University. But then I think that the discussion in Glasgow is really supposed to be about well, we need a hell of a lot more than hundred billion. Right. So you've seen this conversation on adaptation finance. Which has which has been boiled down to fifty percent of climate finance should be for adaptation. 
well, 50% of not very much is not enough. Mm-hmm. So what do we do about that? And then, of course, what we really need to be doing now is having a very energetic discussion about the payment of loss and damages. So loss and damages is, is the piece of the climate agreement that goes beyond mitigation and adaptation and, and recognises that losses are being suffered by economies that did nothing to create the situation they find themselves in. So small island Well, we're looking forward to that call, certainly. And thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Monique. Well, thanks, David, and thanks to our producer, Isaac Silk. Subscribe to get full access to the site and The Daily Brief. Right now, we're offering podcast listeners $100 off their first subscription. Go to impactalpha.com slash subscribe and use the code BRIEFING100. Thank you for listening. I'm Monique Aiken, Managing Director for TIP, the Investment Integration Project. Make sure to check back for next week's briefing. Until then, take good care.